0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another interesting night for the newly Euro-qualified Scotland team. It might only be a friendly, but it is the small matter of an away game against France. Will Steve Clark make changes after securing a place at Euro 2024 on Sunday? And elsewhere, Philippe Clement is his first press conference as Rangers manager, saying he's ready to go through walls to get success. I'm Gordon Duncan, and joining me tonight, you have Andy Halliday and Gordon DL. Have you got your leather hosen ready? You got your currency, your passport looked out, everything all set for I've next been summer? ready to go for the last. I've been ready to go for the last two weeks. I don't know what happened there. Um, <laughs> but I've got to say, I left this studio on Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Uh, we'd still to qualify for the Euros and Rangers still had to name a new manager by Tuesday. I'm sitting here. Both have been answered. Delighted for Scotland. You've got to say congratulations to everyone involved from the manager, coaching staff, to players, everybody, and the Tartan Army who gave them such loyal backing. And uh, interesting days ahead with the new Rangers manager. Yeah, Andy, we said this in the last couple of days, there was a time when international breaks could be quiet. This one saw Euro qualification for Scotland uh, and eventually uh, a new Rangers manager after two weeks as well. Yeah, far from it. And, you know, certainly when it comes to Scotland, I've, I've noticed the formula. Three years I've been doing this show, Gordon. Two times I've seen Scotland qualify so for a European Championship. So I must be the good luck charm. But yeah, yeah. Philip Clement, obviously the new Rangers manager. Uh, interesting to hear the words from his uh, his press conference of the day. Uh, he'll certainly want to outlast the ten years of his previous two managers. So uh, it'll be interesting times for for uh, for Rangers and Philip Clement. But Scotland off to Euro twenty twenty four. That is a fair point. He has had it lucky. Do you remember the slog that used to be international breaks on Dread this them. show? It used to be a, it used to be a tough I've shift. never experienced it. You've seen a never. few of them. Yeah, and look, we could have probably qualified a lot earlier if someone had just taken the chance and given this guy a couple of caps. <laughs> you know what I mean? God. I could have been sitting next God to me. Wilson one cap and Andy Halliday cap. two caps. <laughs> uh, and remember, we used to, then it used to always end in calls about kids are playing too much PlayStation and... Public parks need to have their gates opened All of which still might be true by the way But that was the road that always used to go down Why are we not any good Which feels a bit different you, these days. you know that You know and you said it off air That I wasn't a great Didn't get me excited international football I've got to say uh, It wasn't top of my list But I've certainly turned around now I enjoyed the Euros uh, Enjoyed the shows that we used to go Amongst the supporters And I am so looking forward to uh, the summers as well. I don't know what's happening in this <laughs> malfunction in here. Is it me they're trying to cut off? Or is, is this a deliberate ploy? Am I not sounding too good tonight? You've got it's because to, you hold on, Mitty, you were a bandwagon Scotland fan. <laughs> hold on. You've got to stay professional, right? And listen, listen to me. I'm going to explain this something yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, I know what you've got to say. Just because you can hear something really strange happening in your headphones, I can hear it too. Yeah. The listeners might not be able to hear that. So just shut up. And carry on I'm and act professional. With the, the listeners. They might have they, no idea what you're talking about. Look, I, had a good I know that we I keep love you. Getting, I, I personally love you, honestly. I, think it's great. I, exactly, I know that we Andy, keep getting weird noises in these headphones, right? But just ignore it's it. It's very weird. Just ignore it. And the, the listeners want to know what's happening they with don't. my different facial expressions. I think that would be <laughs> the way to describe it. But can the listeners hear that? Someone tweet me. All I keep hearing is like Stephen Mill and then like random bits of music. But I, it's putting me off. I have no idea if the listeners can hear that. So let's crack on. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need. So let's hear from you again. Two main topics clearly dominating, but if you can find something else, you're more than welcome, Rangers fans. This is the first time we're going to hear from Philippe Clement on this show. So what did you make of what he had to say today? I think it was a thirty-two minute press conference or something like that between him and James Bisgrove. So a lot of ground covered. He was talking about this being a a marathon and not a sprint and can't go and sprint after Celtic has to just try and find Rangers own pace and, and try and claw back that gap speaking about you know wanting to create a mentality of going through walls for the team I know some of this stuff can be sound bites and we have to always wait and, and see how it transpires but I wonder what did you make 
of what he had to say for the first time. If you're in any doubt, we'll play some of it for you. Uh, get your thoughts in on his appointment. You've now had an extra couple of days to maybe hear a bit from him, read a bit more about him, uh, assess what you like and what you don't like. So pick up that phone, please, 01419511025. And Scotland tonight, a nice, easy, friendly away in France. Um, yeah, even if they rest players, it's going to be some ask. So what are you thinking tonight? What about the Scotland team? We don't play many friendlies now because of the Nations League. Is this the chance for rotation? Will we see some of the players that consistently go along and don't get much game time getting a chance? Or is this just too big a challenge to do that? What do you think Steve Clark's team will look like? You know we love that game on this show. You predict the team, Gordon predict the team, Andy predict the team, uh, and we'll see who gets it closest. So 01419511025. That's the number you need. Rangers, Scotland or anything else. Pick up that phone. Thank you to the 49 people who have now tweeted saying they too could hear. There you go. Nice <laughs> there you go. Uh, you may as well be honest, Andy. Yeah, exactly. There we are. Anyway, uh, right, I'll tell you what, let's speak to our reporter, Gabriel, because he was all across the press conference from Ibrox for Philippe Clement today. Gabriel, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Loud and clear, Gordon. It was all. It's always like when one of our big clubs appoints a new manager and unveils them, as the the phrase goes. It's always like a, a big kind of day. It's a big deal. Everyone turns up. There's a lot going on and pictures and introductions and, like we said, I think it was over half an hour the press conference. So, what did you take away from it? Yeah, it was really interesting, Gordon. We met the 49-year-olds in that famous blue room inside Ibrox this afternoon, as you say, officially unveiled to the media for the first time, as the saying goes these days. Uh, he was very clear with his messaging. He seemed very level-headed, had a determined look on his face. He said that he understands the scale of task at hand. He promised to bring attacking football to the club whilst tightening things up at the back. But the most important thing to him is winning. He says that's who he is as a person. He even said he wants to win every single competition that they're in. Of course, Rangers still in all four. The fans have been starved of success recently in Govan. They are desperate to return to the summit of Scottish football. And when asked about this year, the Belgian was realistic with his targets. But he does believe success this campaign is very much possible, despite starting behind rival Celtic. To be seven points behind, that's clear. No. It's not an advantage, of course, to be seven points behind. That's clear. No, I think one thing, and that's maybe the major thing for the next weeks, maybe months, we will see, that we need to be focused on ourselves. For me, um, a season is like a marathon, and it's of no use to look at this guy that is running in front of you all the time and then try to chase it with one big sprint and don't have the legs anymore to do the marathon and to kill yourselves. No, you need to focus on yourself, on your pace, to, uh, that you hire that pace, that it's, it's faster than before, that it's better than before, and that you can do all this marathon. It's not about the next two, three games. It's about a lot of games this season in a lot of competitions. For me, um, there are four very important pillars in the way I want to see a, a team I want to create here in the club the best technical team, the best tactical team, the best physical team, the best mental team of the league. That's my ambition. I know if you do that, then results follow. But it's quite some work. Yeah, really high standards Clement has, as pointed out by those four points. Clearly, he's been the champion of his league three times. Uh, a few other interesting points he made. He's, he's still to decide on his backroom staff. He wants to give people currently working an opportunity. That includes Stephen Davis. Well, Stefan van der Hayden is expected to join Clement here in Glasgow. He says James Tavernier will be kept on as captain at the moment. So he's no reason to change it. He said, importantly, everyone will be given a clean slate. It doesn't matter if they're Scottish, if they're Belgian, if they're 32 years old, if they're 18 years old, if they've come through the academy or if they've been bought for big money. He says everyone has a fresh start. And you talked about it, Gordon. Clement said this is a club he'll run through a wall for. He wants his players to do that too. And for him, the most important thing is to instill a winning culture throughout the club, top to bottom, whilst getting supporters back on side. I told you already I want to win everything. That's that's the mentality I have when I step into a building. Uh, I want to give this, this uh, mentality also towards the dressing room and g create more and more winners in this dressing room. 
So we're going to work really hard to, to get as fast as possible silverware and to, to make this story step by step bigger and bigger. How fast it comes, you never know. I don't have this crystal ball. I don't have, I'm not a magician also that uh, suddenly can totally change players. But I know if we can work long time with, uh, long time with players that we can make them better. I think with this squad, when they get more confidence and the fans go behind them. It's a major point in this club. If you have these 50,000 people behind you, this gives so much energy. You become so much stronger in every sense as a football player. So it's very important to create this synergy also, again, between fans and the players. It's going to be one of the major points for the next couple of weeks. And it's about me explaining this to the players and doing the right things on the pitch. And I hope that the fans understand that and they, they really know how much power they have also when they go behind players in a positive way. You always hear from new managers, Gabriel, but it's also interesting on the, the unveiling day, if you like, because you get the chance usually to speak to the guy that sacked the previous manager and, and appointed this one, in this case, James Bisgrove, CEO of Rangers. What was the main talking points from what he had to say? Yeah, that was really interesting, Gordon, because it's such a rare appearance for someone like Bisgrove to appear in front of us. Now, he, along with the board, have been criticised by the fan base over recent months, and, and you can see why many may be disappointed. This is their fourth manager in two years, but the 39-year-old knows he has to get this appointment right. He told us why he felt Clement was the right man for the job. I think we recognise that continuity and stability is going to be absolutely key. To this football club this is the 19th manager we've had in 151 years and we went through a process uh, that was multi-layered and undertook a lot of due diligence and took our time with the board to get this appointment right we had a very clear vision in terms of the characteristics that we wanted the next main rangers manager to have and the board were unanimous that, that, that philippe was the outstanding candidate in that process so absolutely this is a uh, a long-term appointment but you know, Rangers is about winning and, you know, there's a lot of football to be played this season. I know that Philip and the squad will be giving it everything that they've got for this to be a successful season. But absolutely, we are looking forward to working with, with Philip in the short, medium and long term. So, yes, Gabriel, so what else was on the... I know there was, uh, you know, Rangers fans, quickly before we take some calls, will be wondering what the latest is with the search for a sporting director. Yeah, Bisgrove was asked about that a lot as well. The board, of course, criticised for giving too much responsibility in the transfer market to Michael Beale. Beale led the recruitment policy in the summer, which was seen as a key failing in his tenure at the club. But it seems now that Bisgrove and other board members are keen on appointing a sporting director sometime soon. He said it might be a few weeks, a few months, but it is a live conversation they were having. Interestingly, he said that the new manager will have a big input on his appointment as well. So many Rangers fans have been asking for that. It seems they're going to get their wish. Thank you very yes, much. We, we, Gabriel giving us the latest on Rangers press conference today. You two listening mm -hmm. intently. There was no more surprise noises there for you. You okay? No, no, we're fine. Brilliant. Um, okay. Uh, right. 01419511025. We are going to speak to Darren, who's a Rangers fan. He is coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I'll tell you what, you have to <coughs> hand it to whoever's pressing the buttons at Clyde One tonight. They've gone on a three-day bender to celebrate <laughs> Scotland qualifying yep. for the Euros and come straight into their work. So that is the type of dedication to the cause that we like here uh, on the show. It'll keep you two on your toes, certainly on 0141-951-1025. Darren is a Rangers fan just before uh, the break in the five travel bulletins we gave you Darren we were um, <laughs> hearing from Philippe Clement what are your early impressions? Um, well it's good to be with you eventually um, <laughs> so uh, kudos to whoever's pressing the button tonight um, but yeah uh, I I'm going into it with an open mind I'm quite excited about it I'm happy with the appointment um, but the one thing I'm disappointed in is of, and I can see why um, is the insistence to kind of say that Tab's going to remain captain. Um, you'll know that maybe the other week I spoke to you about saying that I wasn't overly happy with Tab's going to be remaining captain. Um, and I thought that we needed a fundamental change from top to bottom. 
And, and and it's a shame that that's not really happening. He is an asset, and I think he's a brilliant player for us. Um, but I don't. I think it's maybe time for fresh thinking. And and also with that, I hope there's a change in formation. All the previous managers have all went for like one up top and everything like that. If we're going to see really exciting attacking play, this one up top nonsense just needs to stop. Uh, I think we need exciting two up top, batter the doors away, and even. As hard as it may sound, I, we need an ethos like Ange brought to Celtic, just a whole go for it kind of thing. You know, we've sat back too often. I think it's now time to kind of change things fundamentally at Rangers and hopefully Clement's the man to do that. I know it's a very common debating point, Darren, about, you know, would the new manager change the captain? But do, do you seriously think he was going to come in, see James Tavernier in one training session and then. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? Oh man! Uh, do you seriously think he was going to come in, see James Tavernier, you know, one day, and then announce that he'd changed the captaincy? Yeah, it feels like that would be that would be so drastic, wouldn't it? And probably verging and unfair on James Tavernier because he won't have had the Maybe chance to assess him. Football manager. Maybe I play too, too much football manager and, and change my captains weekly, right? But that's uh, maybe that's on me. But uh, but I do think that a part of it should be. Hopefully, maybe this will galvanise Tav. Maybe this will send them back to the Tav of old, you know, that did focus a bit more on defending, can still go forward and deliver for us. So I'm keeping an open mind, um, and I know why he's done it, and I don't want to shake the apple cart, but I hope it's not a sort of dead set, I'm not going to change everything, because if it's starting like that, I don't want him to be in a situation where he's nailed down on not making changes for the sake of making changes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a point we've, we've debated for what feels like about five years now in terms of uh, James Tavins in the captaincy. One thing I always say is, you know, there's so many different forms of, of leadership and he's not the most vocal, he's not the most demanding, I would say, compared to other players that I, I played with. But what I will say is he does set standards every single day. And one thing I'll, I'll also say, he's a player that never, ever hides. And he's had more criticism than anyone in that Rangers team and week after week, week after week, he's available, he's never injured, he's always on the training pitch, he's always putting his performances first. And don't get me wrong, has he been consistent this season? No, I don't think he has. But some of the numbers he's been putting forward over the last two or three, four years has been incredible. Uh, the overall picture, I don't think he's been a part of enough winning Rangers sides. Obviously the, the Scottish Cup last year and the, uh, and, the, and the league title a couple of years ago, fair, fair enough, but certainly not enough. But uh, for me... I think a lot of criticism that goes to his way is extremely unfair. See, just the Gordon, I feel like this today, like kind of what I said to Darren, I feel like this is still a slightly different debate. Andy's right. We've done the whole, is James Tavernier a suitable Rangers captain over and over again on the phone lines. But that to me seems still, that seems like a different debate from should Philippe Clement have announced that he's taken the armband off him on day one? That's the relevant debate today. And it, it, it just feels to me like that was never going to happen. Even if you do think down the line, mm -hmm. that was never happening today, never, was it? Never. No, uh, no new manager would have walked into that building and stripped Tavernier of the captaincy. First, Without even seeing him. Exactly. Up Firstly, uh, uh, that would have been a bad, bad move indeed, uh, especially in your first day. It'll take time. He may go down that road that Darren's talking about. You may look at Tavernier. Now, I find it very strange because... <laughs> I'm a big Tavernier fan. I think he's been brilliant for Rangers. His return has been incredible. Uh, Andy touches on, has he had the same impact at the beginning of this season? Probably not up to his standards, but he still chips in there, let's be honest about that. Um, whether he decides to take the captaincy off him and, and maybe, you know, just give him a new lease of life or whatever, I don't really know. And I don't think it's that important. Because I don't, I think when you're a team and you're a good team that's winning, everybody's a captain within the group. Everybody's there. Everybody's working hard. Everybody's encouraging each other. So I think Tavernier gets a real rough ride of this. I really do. Generally speaking, before we get bogged down on that one issue, what were your first impressions of Philippe Clement having heard them? He said the things that I think that every Rangers fans uh, want them to say. The only thing I will. Look, it's very difficult to come in, new country, a new club, sitting there, your first uh, press conference. 
the only one I would have really picked up and you know it's a marathon I know what he's trying to go over there but if Celtic are sprinting away from you and you're still using it as a marathon let me tell you the Rangers fans are going to let them know that it's not a marathon in Scottish football you've got to be on the sprint you've got to keep up with Celtic you're in to, you're in to bypass them you're in to challenge them um, but I liked a lot of what he said he's passionate uh, he's obviously got come, uh, he's, he's come in with a, a good track record strong leader uh, style of play will be interesting will he go more attacking will he stick to the usual 4-3-3 will he play different formations what type of football is he going to bring I'm excited to see this first impressions Andy yeah, I, I thought he spoke well. I thought he said uh, a lot of stuff that you can you can sort of fall back on and agree with. I think the first, uh, well, sorry, the main statement I took away from it was that he said that he wants to play dominant football and win everything. I think the first part of that statement he can control. Uh, obviously now, uh, to the weekend's game against Hibs, he'll be doing what he can in the training pitch to try and stamp down his style and over the coming weeks try and improve that. In terms of winning everything, he's got a seven-point deficit just now to Celtic. So for me, I don't think Rangers can afford any slip-ups from now to after Christmas but he's in a unique situation where two months after he's been appointed he's, he's got the opportunity to win the first piece of silverware of the season uh, unfortunately for him he's up against the best team in Scotland Ooh, at the yeah. moment in the semi-final so it's going to be difficult I think uh, I think one thing's for sure I think he, he has to get the most out of the current squad just now from now to January Yeah Darren what else that you've kind of picked up from him impresses you or, or worries you or whatever what else have you taken away from what he's had to say and how he's come across he's never going to come out and say straight away oh we're going to batter Celtic because no one will um, Celtic are still quite a bit away from us and a whole marathon not sprint thing I think it's all about managing expectations I think a lot of Rangers fans do realise that this is a very difficult season even now and the whole marathon not a sprint thing is definitely uh, a managing expectations things early on to be honest at this rate if we win that one cup and we kind of keep it respectable I'll be happy with that and then let him do what he needs to do because Bill's made a mess of the club um, and this is it's a shame to kind of say we're in yet another period of rebuilding but if we do enough this season to keep it respectable and walk away with something that'll be enough for me but I know it's not going to be enough for a lot of Rangers supporters who think we should be pulling that six point gap back straight away Look, I, I throw in the caveat to start it's fairly obvious you can be brilliant in press conferences and then not be very good at getting football results or vice versa so I, I don't think anyone's trying to say that you know the impressions today mean much on on the pitch, but it's just it's the first chance you get. It's the first chance to see someone yeah. listen to them, um, and it's kind of all you've got to go on. Does he seem like quite uh was he kind of quite straight talking, quite stern? And I, li- I, I liked it, Gorn. Um, you know, he he picked up on a lot of important things. I think that one of the biggest things, and it certainly is at Rangers, if you can unite the players and the fans together, you've got a better chance going forward. It is a difficult job. I'm a bit surprised that Dan, you can't just keep. Knocking your house down and, and building it up and saying, well, we'll wait till another six months before we move back in. You're in a title race. You've brought, you've invested a lot of money in the summer. Whether those signings are right or not by uh, Michael Beale, that manager's in, to, he's in there for a reason. He's in there to improve these players. You look at Postacoglu when he walked into the building, he improves players right away. That's part of your remit as a manager. You've got to get in there, work with what you've got to January. Then you will be judged in what you bring in over the transfer windows. But you can't just walk in there and say, tell you what, we've got hearts in the semi-final. We've got a great chance of going and win a cup. If we win that, we're Rangers Football Club. That'll do us and we'll build next year again. It doesn't work like that if you're Rangers or Celtic. You've got to be more ambitious and, 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 and look to go and say, see this seven-point gap? The manager's been brought in to close that. It's as simple as mm. that. That's the mm. reason he's there. If he wasn't, if they didn't, if the Rangers board weren't interested in closing that gap, Michael Bale may as well stay in the building. So I liked the way he came about his business there. I liked a lot of things he said. But as you said, it's okay sitting in a press conference speaking, go out in the training pitch, let's see what you're bringing to the club and I'm sure every Rangers fan will be hoping it's success. Um, a few things about staffing, Andy. First of all, you know the interim team is still there. Stephen Davis, Alex Ray, they'll they'll stay for a bit. I don't know how long exactly. Um, Stefan van der Hayden is 
going to be the, the number two or part of it by the looks of it. Um, but he did say yesterday as well that he, you know he's keen to bring in a kind of local coach, if you like. Yeah. And then <coughs> above that, James Bisgrove saying a sporting director, technical director, is weeks, if not months away. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Van der Heide is obviously somebody he's worked with previously, so I thought that was, you know, that was always going to be the case. In terms of someone with local knowledge, I think it's important in terms of early on him getting used to the players and, uh, you know, Glasgow in the building and, and uh, sort of easing his way in. For me personally, I'd love to see sort of Stephen Davis be running about it still because he's someone that obviously commands a lot of respect. He knows the players. Uh, he's well thought of within the football club and the building. So, uh, in terms of the infrastructure of the football club, it's something that I've I've been big on and I've I've been batting that drum that uh, for me that continue uh, you know, keeping that continuity between managers and squads. I, I think is really really important. I think without a director of football, I think there's too much onus. Uh, on the board and the manager so I think that you know the news are, you know, the, the process coming forward to trying to appoint a technical director is great uh, but I still think there's more to come I still think the recruitment process uh, you know whoever's sort of on board with that side of the, of the football club as well because I think over the last four, five, six seasons we keep talking about this rebuild at Rangers and then two months after the transfer window 60, 70, 80% of the players either aren't playing or deemed not good enough so I think it'll be music to a lot of Rangers players' ears that he's talking about, you know, a clean slate coming in the building because I don't think a lot of them have have done enough to endear themselves to the Rangers fans. So, like we said, it's it's really really important that Philip come on from now to January, get some most out of these players, and they improve as well. Uh, thank you, Darren. Brian is on the line. Brian, what's your first impression been uh, of the new manager? Well, as uh, you know, first of all, uh, hi panel, hi panel. Thanks Hello. for letting me on. Pleasure. Uh, well, first of all, I, I agree about the you know giving the the players that are there you know the opportunity you know the clean slate. Uh, the first thing I was I was asked uh, with Rangers supporters of my work was after uh, Michael Beale was sacked was whoever's going to be the manager he's going to need to work with these players that are no good enough. And basically what I said to them was, well, if the players are not good enough, we're in real trouble. But Michael Beale, the manager's been sacked, so maybe the board thinks that the actual coaching or the uh, system, you know, hasn't worked. Maybe the way Michael was going about his business, uh, you know, know, just didn't suit. Uh, because if that's not the case, you would as well keep Michael Beale there, if you understand what mm. I'm saying. Yeah, it'll be interesting, Gordon, to see what that style looks like. I mean, again, you can say certain things. He says it's going to be possession-based, you know, dominant football. Uh, I think we heard one of the Belgian football experts in the last couple of days talking about he used to certainly like his wingers getting in behind. Rangers don't really have any, or, mm-hmm. or that's not an area that they focused on, certainly in terms of recruitment. So... Um, going to be very interesting to see what 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 he does. I'm sure you saw the picture he was watching uh, all of the Rangers' did, previous games yeah. on the plane on the way over. It's not my type of in-flight entertainment, I must say. No, especially that game. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's massive for him uh, with the Rangers fans because every coach has got their own style. Now I know that Andy worked under Michael Beale and talks very highly of him. Michael Beale's brand of football bored me. If I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really see what he was trying to achieve. Uh, he came with this great tag about being the wonder coach and what he was going to do. And he was a man behind Gerard in the training ground. And I was excited to see it. And I didn't see that brand of football. When you compare it to what Postacoglu walked in and achieved at Celtic, right away he made an impact in his full-backs, the style, the pace of the football... I think this guy's got to do the same, Gordon. I think it's so important he connects with the supporters because the supporters, in times gone by, me sat in here many a time having phone calls, they were leaving in their droves with 20 minutes to go. Uh, Ibrox, they were not impressed. And I remember one day, um, I think it was under Van Bronckers, they were beating Dundee United and the place was empty because they weren't impressed with the style of football. So if you're asking as much as results are important, we all know that, it's all about winning. I think Rangers need a good brand of football, and hopefully for Rangers supporters, this guy will bring it to him. It seems like a fine balance, doesn't it, Andy? Because you would take the point, he's going to say, look, I can't, I can't do it 
instant overnight and marathon and all that sort of stuff. But and Gordon's quite right. Rangers fans will turn up on Saturday wanting to see just something, just yeah. a sign. Yeah, but I, listen, it's going to take time to perfect how we want something to do. But I still think you can see an initial change. You can see an instant of what they're trying to do. Is it you know playing with width? Is it playing with you know, I think it was uh, Darren the earlier call up when we two up front. You want to see something different and something that's going to excite the fans and and uh, see that there's a plan in place that you can see it's going to improve. And I think I read as well that you know you see a lot of success with his stories at Club Bruges and Genk and, and Monaco not so much, but his Mon- his Monaco team I think scored the second most goals in the league only behind PSG. So you see there must be a, some sort of brand of football there that's attacking, forward thinking, and when we talk about clean slate with players I would love to see more trust into the academy I really would and you see over the last couple of weeks young Zach Lovelace getting his first start Ross McCausen coming on in Europe and I thought making a real positive impact again coming on uh, at St Monday at the weekend there so that's another thing for me can he implement can we see a more conveyor belt of youth players coming to the academy into the first team uh, Thank you Brian I do need to get these two to answer me a question quickly because I think the Scotland team from France won't be too far away so don't want to spoil the game we've been a bit all over the place tonight because of various technical mm-hmm. issues but don't want to spoil the game so who's going to play tonight? Oh Scotland will definitely play and Which players? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Name, give I me your 11 I, I think they'll be 11 Because usually it's easy but this is a friendly uh, I've never, I've Should we go I, position each? Or just I, the film? I've not or even just, Right will there be a change in goal? Or is that yeah I think, I think that uh, I'd be fair to give one of the right, goal which one? I'll go uh, Clark Okay I think he'll go Liam Kelly. Okay, right. Well, one of you's. I'll just go Angus Gunn, and then one of us will be right. Okay, <laughs> okay. I like this. I like this. Right, I th- I th- I th- I'll go with the two wing backs. I think Nathan Parson and, and Greg Taylor. Yeah, I think it's got I'm, to be, I'm to be that, injury yeah. wise, right? Okay, yeah, no grumbles I there. think. Um, Sticking with three centre backs. Yeah, I think Portis will still play. Right. I think. Um, McKenna and I think Suter. I think maybe give give Henry a, a rest. Okay, I can see the logic. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's an area I don't think he'll rotate too much uh, at that back three but I do think I think Liam Cooper's someone that he showed a lot of trust in, in the past so I think Liam Cooper will be the one to come in for Portis and I think Scott McKenna and Jack Henry will stay OK right Mid will get loads of options yeah, after that I, th- I think two in the midfield tonight I think they'll play Kenny McLean he likes him I think there's a, a chance that he will start a game. I'd like to see Ferguson getting a, a, a start, Gordon. I think since he's went abroad over to Ireland, I think he's getting a lot of good reports. Are you writing these down? No, really, no. I want to see if you get them all right. <laughs> right, but, uh, but I've got a fair mind of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, McLean, Ferguson. Yeah. Um, Gilmore. Right. Um, and I think he'll go Christie. Right. Uh, off digs. Okay. What so no McGinn, no McGregor. No, I think None they've done them. their part. I think they've done their part. I think you look at club football, McGregor as well, playing a lot of games. Jeez. I think, I think, I think it's a great opportunity. Look, we don't want to go over there. We're against a real quality side. They will probably make a few changes, but I think it's worth. See these guys. These guys have been great in the fact that they've been a part of this squad. They've not had a lot of game time. They go to the training. They're there all the time. They're travelling with the thing. They're a big part of it. Give them an opportunity. Right. What are you giving us? I think he'll go for that sort of box midfield that he's done quite Maybe a lot in these type of games. So I think he'll go McTominay, Gilmore, and I agree. I think Lewis Ferguson will come in. Uh, I think he's, he's due an opportunity. I think the form that he's been on in, uh, in Bologna and uh, Kenny McLean's another one that he's trusted in a lot of these games. So I, th- I think Kenny McLean will be an R change. Up front, I think he'll go Jay Adams. I, I think this type of game, it'll be more on the counter-attack than and sort of playing it up to, uh, to, to London Dykes to feed off him. So I think I think Che Adams will get the nod up front. We'll find out next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Andy Halliday and Gordon DL are here at 0141-951-1025 to join in. We've heard from Philippe Clement for the first time as Rangers manager. More to come from him later in the show. I wonder what your early impressions are about style of play, about technical directors, about aims for this season, about the captaincy, all of this stuff that was covered. Uh, keep them coming. Scotland play France tonight, so let's take a look at that as well. And anything else that's out there, pick up that phone. Don't forget, just like we did last night, every caller 
who makes it on air tonight. All you need to do is phone in and make a point to the guys. Try and make it a good one. Um, but as long as you make your point to the guys, you go into the draw for a pair of tickets to Air Racecourse's Bookmakers Race Day on Saturday the 4th of November. It's got seven jumps races, hours of live entertainment as well. Uh, and the great thing about that is there is still a, a restraining order that, that stops Gordon Diel attending any social functions in the greater Ayrshire area from his time as air manager so you can't possibly bump into him so uh, that should sway you in the right direction you can head over to airracecourse.co.uk for all of these details and I'll do the the draw at the end of tonight's show you can't even deny it because it's true it's it's 100% true so there we go you will be safe in the knowledge that you can't possibly ruin your evening I mean I I heard you were out at some of the trendy spots in oh, Glasgow right, over the weekend yeah. with your weekend off Al- alarming to um, hear that well, you're a celeb you're a celeb you've got to get yourself out there and show your face I heard you were frequenting the same sort of place that the Scotland team celebrated that on Sunday night yeah yeah. It looks like some of them had a good, oh, good evening I, I know France will be really concerned tonight won't they that's why there'll be so many changes that's why I picked a couple of, <laughs> couple of scenes for the videos I've deliberately not made my team do you want to know the thing is this is the difference between you know, like celebs that live life in the, the fast lane who he's out at the night spots in, in the city centre oh, his afternoon spot on his weekend off I don't, I, I don't make nights I went to Ben Burb against Clyde Bank and bumped into Andy Halliday yep that's, that's as exciting as it got See, on my we're, weekend off we're so passionate about the uh, game students, yeah. if I knew you were going I'd have come along <laughs> students of the game Ben Burb years since I've been yeah. to Ben Burb what a place New Tintal Park yeah, yeah a lot of the young Rangers lads some... used to go out there and when I was when I joined Rangers at the beginning. Days. Beat the Bankies 2-0. Hugh Keevans oh, wouldn't have been happy. No. Bankies, half red card early on though. He's, oh, was it? Uh, yeah, good game, but... Happy. Not really. No, no. it wasn't, oh, it wasn't a classic, that's for sure. <laughs> that's oh. it, bum the, the guys up. Well done. Uh, right, let's see who's got it right then. The Scotland team. Okay. Who did you go for in goal, Gordon DL? Clark. It's Liam Kelly, I'm afraid. Oh, he's oh, he's single, 1-0 to Halliday. Uh, who did you have at right wing back? Uh, Patterson. Patterson. You both had Patterson. Correct, Nathan Patterson. Okay, no I think problem. We both went Taylor Good. as well. Left we? wing back, Taylor. Greg Taylor. Good. So is one of the two up against Mbappe. I've not checked the France team. Hopefully not. Right. Good. Okay. Three centre backs. Did you both think Scott McKenna was going to play? I went Portis, uh, Suter, and McKenna. I think I went Henry Cooper and McKenna. Andy's got all three: Henry mm. Cooper, and McKenna at the back three. He knows because okay. he come in. He come into this office tonight. Don't come on, we'll have a wee competition, Dazla. <laughs> come on, we'll have a wee competition. He never does that. Right? Well, we'll see if I get the rest uh, right. right. You know, get the rest right because you were actually similar here on in. You both thought there would be loyalty to Kenny McLean. Yeah. No. Yes, he's in there. You thought there would be Ferguson? a chance for Ferguson, Lewis Ferguson yeah. to show what he can do. Yes, he's yeah. in. He is in. I think we were different here. Yeah, Gilmore I had. You both had Gilmore. I had Gilmore. Yeah. And I had McTominay. He plays. Right. I had Christie off. And he had? I had McTominay. He had McTominay. <laughs> McTominay. He's at it, isn't he? I just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then he's admitted it. I'm just in the know. He's spoken to Let somebody guess, tonight. Let me guess, Adams up front? <laughs> <laughs> he stitched you up. He has stitched you up tonight. I do you know? Shea oh, Adams who, leads the line. Shankland's I told you it was the, the pace. He was, got, he was going for the pace against France. Ah, oh, do you know he come in? <laughs> oh, should have known right away. Dazzler, come on, we'll have a wee competition. On air. No even off air. On air. So that was a really confusing way of me reading the team. So, Andy, you might as well, for clarity, tell the listeners, run through that starting 11 since you knew. So it's Liam Kelly, mate. Scotland debut good on him uh, delighted for him it's Nathan Patterson and Greg Taylor wingbacks the back three of Jack Henry Liam Cooper and Scott McKenna that box midfield of Scott McTominay Billy Gilmore Lewis Ferguson and Kenny McLean with Che Adams up front he did that quite well he could do do this job no bother I'll go up the road mm-hmm. uh, let's bring in John who's on the line what are you thinking about the Scotland squad at the moment John hi as I said to Michael there uh, hi Dazza hi Andy hi, uh, you got, um, I think Front to the back were really good. Uh, sorry, back to midfield were really, really good. But I still think they lack a bit up front. And my point would be this young boy Ben Doak. He's the real deal. This wee guy, even a guy like Klopp, great this boy. I'm just hoping he gets a chance next year. And Stevie Clark showed that the Euros the last time he put Billy Gilmer, Nathan Patterson, and David Turnbull in his squad and gave him a game. So what, what do you think, guys? Think this young boy would have a chance to be in this squad for next year? Oh, can he can he be the one that I'm, forces his way in for the Euros? I'm with you, John. Uh, I spoke about it uh, a couple of months ago. I just think 
the profile, the type of player he is, he's a match winner. He's someone that can, you know, if Scotland are having an off day, he's the one that can sort of make a bit of magic cap and can beat two or three men, score, create. <coughs> uh, and without disrespecting anyone, I think there is a couple that have made the last sort of three, four, five squads that haven't really had any minutes on the pitch. They've not really made any impact for no fault of their own. But I just think when you've got someone of that ability at that age, uh, I think you want to try and give them as many opportunities as you can. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, once this qualifi- uh, qualification campaign's done, or obviously going into the last two games, that we start to see Ben uh, Ben Doe integrate within the squad. So he's one that I would like to see be involved. The next couple of months is going to be so exciting, Gordon. Because I know, sorry, Gordon, I noticed he's not in the twenty ones. Is no, there a reason for that? I don't know if it may, he did play the other night, so he, he didn't. Play, he's not playing tonight against Malta, but he did play and scored against Hungary on Friday next couple of months going to be exciting Gordon because there might be a race for the likes of Ben Doak to, to make it in and sorry to bring it down but th- there could be heartbreak for guys who've been in so many squads up to this point that, that do just miss out so um, what do you think of John's point? Uh, I, I agree with what Andy said um, all the signs are, are brilliant for this young lad um, terrific future in front of him um, as Andy quite rightly pointed out if Someone like Klopp's your admirer, then you're certainly doing something right. Um, learn his trade in under-21s. But you said it there, Gordon, it's going to be heartbreak for next uh, next year for the Euros because there have been a lot of loyal players there, a lot of players that have been a part of a massive squad and the, the excitement of getting to the Euros in Germany, looking forward to it. Steve Clark, that's probably going to be his biggest job, since the uh, biggest sort of a... Decision since he, he moved into the hot seat in Scotland is he'll have to sit down and probably go face to face with one or two guys and probably leave them at home. Um, what makes you think Ben Doak's ready, John? Well, I've seen him at Celtic as a kid, you know what I mean? And uh, as I say, I've, I've watched him so many games at Liverpool, and as I said there, I mean, the guy with co operates the guy, you know what I mean? And he's been he's been getting game time, so I just think, as, as Andy said, he, he has a match with him. I think mean, he's really, really, I think he's a special kind of player, you know what I mean? I think, Andy, really. I wonder, does this go in his favour? Because I've seen it actually held held against, as a strong phrase, right? But you, I'll try and explain it. That People say, well, we don't play, Scotland don't play with wingers, so where does Ben Doak fit in? But now we've actually got a tournament to go to. Is it not the case that you're going to take a big squad and actually it'd be good to have some options? So, it's, you know, Ben, Doak, yeah. ben Doak's not even getting compared to any of the wingers that are in because we don't have any so it's almost like mm-hmm. maybe just something different to come and un- unlock a game throughout a tournament yeah it could be a you know a tactical change within a game if you're needing a goal maybe playing with more width and you know you, you've seen Steve Clark use the likes of Ryan Fraser play, play off Linden Dicks before you know Ryan Fraser is probably a, 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 an out and out winger you would say and he's played that sort of number 10 role off the striker you see Ryan Christie's played that role I can see him uh, with a similar profile playing the type of games and I've, I've I've only seen him maybe two or three times this year but every time I've watched him he's really really excited me the first game of the season Liverpool they play Chelsea it's it's 1-1 and Klopp brings him on for Mo Salah with 30 minutes to go so I think that just shows how much trust he's got on him the Scotland 21's game last month I can't remember who they were playing but it was one of the big nations Spain Spain and Scotland 21's were on the back foot for the majority of the game but the amount of times he was Carried them 40, 50, 60 yards up the pitch, creating chances out of nothing, half chances. And he's just someone that I think will really, really excite the Tartan Army. And, uh, no, good. Hopefully, he starts to get more first team appearances with Liverpool and progresses his game. But I would like to see him integrate into, into the squad before the, the campaign in a couple of years. What about tonight, though, Gordon? It's just a friendly. We've already qualified for the Euros, etc., etc. But what a night for some of those, particularly. I know Andy knows him, he's the captain of your team, Liam Kelly, to get a Scotland debut away in France is an unbelievable night for him, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. I, th- I think uh, also for uh, Lewis Ferguson to come in there, Gordon. I think that uh, a lot of the, the fans have been crying out for him, but the goalkeeper, uh, look, it's the right decision. It must have been a hard decision because Clark and Kelly, it was a 50-50. I went for... Uh, Clark, um, but yeah, great faith you showed in your own team's no, goalkeeper there I on just, that one. I just, I just look. It was a toss of coin. I didn't know Andy was sitting there with the team that obviously Shanklin <laughs> had phoned him the way in. But um, <laughs> so you're in the squad. 
<laughs> but I, I just think it's a big night for a lot of players because will he change the goalie at some point? Could at half time? Yeah, maybe promised them yeah. uh, a half each. There you go. I'll go. That that'll be my prediction. That's for tonight. a brilliant prediction. That's I happening. wish I'd got that. That's one. happening at some point. I, I, I think so, and I, I think it's only right, Gordon. These guys, they're along there. They're they're part of the squad. They're training. Goalkeeper. It's a hard position because. You're you're all fighting for one jersey. It's not like you can rotate in well, your it'll, team. It'll be busy tonight. You have to admit. Oh, no half. Well, wait, to... uh, do, see for a goalkeeper, that's actually not the oh, worst my game goodness. they come into. Have they got a strong squad out of it? Everybody. No. They're taking I heard they were in the fr- French equivalent. I wonder about the weekend as well. When they f- went full full strength. A couple. I'll pick out just a few: Pavard, Camavinga, Griezmann, Chouameni, Giroud, Mbappe, Dembele. I think we've seen previously Steve Clark's not just going to hand out full debuts for no reason I, I think this is a, a, off the back of Liam Kelly having a fantastic two or three seasons for Motherwell uh, it's been part of a few squads and what it is it's an opportunity for the likes of, of Liam Kelly and Lewis Ferguson to, what to a France Steve Clark's you not just taking the foot That's off poor, the gas a wee bit it's poor I can't believe it Giroud Mbappe and Dembele and Griezmann Listen, if we're going to win, can't run. If we're going to we're win Euro 2024, I'm not worried about him. You're going to win Euro 2024. You might need to go through. Do you know something? So. I think I think these are great games. I, I hear Steve Clark I'm today. Glad I you think so. No, I do because I think that you know you just don't pick sort of a what you call weaker opposition. Go up against the best and see <laughs> nah, where you are. Certainly done that. Uh, Scott McTominay is the captain tonight. For what it's worth, well done to him. It's that time of the night already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Nah, I'm sorry, that's annoyed me. Grow up, France, honestly. Just take your. Anyway, right. Uh, it's Beat the Pundit time. 01419511025. You have until the news starts in a couple of minutes to get your calls in if you want to play tonight. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Andy Halliday and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 That is the number you need So give us a call Two main subjects dominating tonight Scotland are playing a friendly in France Someone wants to tell the France team that it's a friendly Because what a lineup they've put out Just the front <coughs> three to give you a taster Giroud, Dembele and Mbappe uh, a number of changes for Scotland. Liam Kelly makes his debut in goal. At rear starts for the likes of Greg Taylor, Liam Cooper, Lewis Ferguson. Uh, Kenny McLean gets a start as well. So it'll be an interesting matchup in Lille. That one, give us your thoughts. Are you happy to see some of those guys tonight? What are your general feelings after qualification? And we've got more to come from Philippe Clement. First press conference today. What do you make of his first impressions? Give us a call. We'll play this first. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Okay, it is Beat the Pundit time Let's find out who's playing tonight It's Billy in Newcastle How's it going, Billy? How's it going, lads? I'm good Not bad at all uh, Who Have you ever played before, actually? I've played twice, aye Twice? twice and what's your record like? Uh, I've won one and I've lost one. I beat Gordon, actually. Ah, wouldn't it be hard, to be fair. <laughs> I don't think so, Billy. I can't remember you. Not many it people. must have been last year because I wasn't in good form last year, but I'm dynamite. I'm in good form this year either. Uh, I've been dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, it must have been. It must be the end of August, the last time I got beat. Oh, that's, what's that like Three games ago maybe No no I play nearly every week. I'm on Tuesday, Thursday, every Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. Oh, what? Speaking of which, mm. how are you feeling? You've got. Andy Halliday for coming tonight. Man. He's a man. That's two, two, and us two, three weeks, isn't it? Aye, you and Wilson are no more on a Tuesday. Oh, great. Break fell up, fell up divorce. Are you, are you, you're not joining me on a Tuesday, are you? He's your thoughts about this guy. Yeah. He's hard to pin down. See if you're come Tuesday, you need to up your game, mate. He's you can't, you can't come in with Scotland team and think you're sitting there. Have you two had a fallout though? A smart boy going. Have, oh, have you and Wilson had a fallout? Wilson. Uh-huh. Not at all. Well, you're still together on a Thursday. We're still together right, on a Thursday. Okay, great. Uh, I would never leave him. Heads, it will be Andy Halliday. Tails, it will be Gordon DL. <coughs> and it is heads. It's Andy up against Billy from Newcastle. So we'll give Andy some greatest hits radio to listen to so that he can't hear us. Uh, Billy, you know the drill. You're an experienced campaigner. 30 seconds. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know, okay? Yep. Your time starts now. What is the name of Liam Kelly's footballing brother? Uh, pass Which former Celtic manager Did Philippe Clement play under? 
definitely under Ronnie Dyer. Who was the last Scotland player to score for the men's team? Uh, Max again. Johnson plays for a club in which country? Austria. Who's Celtic's next Champions League game against? Athletic How many permanent managers have Rangers had since returning to the Premiership? Yeah. Okay, let's bring back Andy. Can you hear us? Yep. Same set of questions. Are you ready? He's a nightmare to sit next to John that, honestly. Oh, honestly. See, last week, Mark Wilson got a zero, but mostly because he was Aye, in his face know, acting mate. like an absolute clown. Right. I'll guarantee you will win this. <laughs> oh, right, the okay. pressure. Well, Andy, he's hung up already. Andy Halliday, your time starts now. What is the name of Liam Kelly's footballing brother? Sean. Which former Celtic manager did Philippe Clement play under? Uh, Gordon Strachan. Who was the last Scotland player to score for the men's team? It was. Wyndon Dykes. Max Johnson plays <laughs> for a club in which country? Austria. Who's Celtic's next Champions League game against? Athletic Madrid. How many permanent managers have Rangers had since returning to the Premiership? Five. The top scorer in the Scottish Championship plays for which team? Uh, Dundee United. Who managed Kelly when they beat Celtic in the League Cup final in 2012? It was um, Shields, Kenny Shields. Okay. He just got the last one in. Billy, have you done enough? No chance. No chance. Billy, Billy, hang it's up. It's not Dundee United either. No, it's not. Well, Billy, listen, I don't think nah, it's that straightforward. Let's find out. Liam Kelly's footballing brother is Sean. Took he a scored a penalty against him for Livy a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so 1 0 Andy Halliday. Philippe Clement played under Gordon Strachan that at Coventry. Is, that is the shout of the night. Did you know that? I read it earlier. Did you? Did you? Yeah. I'm in that's, hey, hey, that's where the preparation comes in handy Andy Halliday reads throughout I'm, the day I, I, And you I, do not I'm impressed with that I mean, to be fair, right I don't, don't zoom in too much in case there's any <laughs> in dodgy But take a wee look at Andy Halliday's notes That he comes in with here uh, Just because I like not it, it, See, I love that level of preparation yeah. Gordon DL, yours is an absolute disgrace <laughs> <laughs> In comparison Things is a drawing Oh, Mickey Mouse. So um, that's why he's got that one correct. 2 0 to Andy Halliday. Oh, yeah. However, no, 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 because Billy knew that John McGinn was the most recent scorer. The 3 0 against Cyprus. Uh, Harry Maguire technically scored the most recent goal, but he's not for for Scotland. Well done, Billy. Uh, John McGinn. Um, producer, oh, yeah, 2 um, 1 there. Austria is the club for Max Johnson. No, Billy's not um, getting that, is he? Uh, he, yeah, no, he did. No, he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's all right. Yeah, Billy is all right, and he also knew Atletico Madrid. So Andy still leads by one. How many permanent managers have Rangers had since returning to the Premiership? Well, you should know that. You've done so many. Shouldn't you? Seen some of them often. Van Bronckhurst, Beale, and now Clement six. So none of you got it right. Uh, can he count? Come on, you can't surely. Count the new manager. He's not managed a game at the league. You can't count him. Did you say five, Billy? No, I said eight. <laughs> Did you say five? The questions were written on Thursday night. Don't worry about that. That's fine. The top scorer in the Scottish Championship plays for which team? Here's your clue, right? Only you and I will get this. He was at the Benz against Clyde Bank on Saturday because I saw him. Was it Brian Graham? It was Brian Graham. I know. As Party soon as official. I said Dundee United, I knew it was Brian Graham. Um, and he even had the chance to stretch your legs at the end. Kenny Shields managed Kelly when he beat Celtic in the League Cup final in 2012. So it is a win for Andy Halliday. Hard lines, Billy. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, unlucky Billy Unlucky Billy Oh well the past two Beat the pundits as well No, no you didn't you Billy You're kidding game, on Billy. This is your first phone call You know it and I know it yeah. And that performance Will be your last <laughs> Listen he's got, a, he's got your signature On a ball uh, no, he's not. no he's not Send a photo of that in Billy please I will don't worry Good <laughs> man Billy Thank you very much Billy From Newcastle One two three four Was that a Five, I was impressive, mate. Five for Andy, five three for Andy Halliday. Uh, the producers have been harsh because they're saying Billy didn't get John McGinn, but he did. He, he was making a lot of noises, and then he, he did dig out John McGinn at the end. I heard him. I'm sure he did. Doesn't matter. You keep that up, and I'll let you sit here on a Thursday as well. Okay. Steve Sneddon says Gordon Dale says he's dynamite. Just means he's liable to combust and blow up at any moment. <laughs> yep. I think that's that's a fair uh, assessment. Uh, right, Mark in Irvine. How's it going, Mark? Yeah, hey, I am good. How are you? Is panel? You good? Not bad at all. You got Scotland on your mind tonight. I, I am for Scotland. I look forward to seeing Greg Taylor uh, showing Bath here. <laughs> well, that's going to be the reality. I don't know. What, what, will he play off Nathan Patterson's side? So, Nathan Patterson. Are you just hoping yeah. he doesn't? You just if you're Patterson and Taylor, right? Be honest, right? 
Could both of you have played And I keep hearing all this stuff About you want to test yourselves Against the best Is that true Or are you hoping Kylian Mbappe Stays away No I'm hoping For the first 10-15 minutes He comes to my side So I can say Jersey after a game Then he can go over <laughs> the other side I watched um, You should remember When I still I played France It was Nathaniel Atkinson Obviously oh, half yeah, teammate right, yeah, yeah. And I thought Nat defended as well as he possibly could have Did and you just well. couldn't you just couldn't do it he, just, he was just too quick far too quick too strong too sharp so sometimes you just got to hold your hands that, up because Nathan Patterson is really quick very quick yeah. but then you're, we're, we're probably about to see what really really yeah. really quick looks oh, like there's tonight. levels of quick and was it, was it Kyle Walker that had the race no, Walker did alright against them Walker, Walker's the fastest yeah, thing he's two legs um, Mark do you think I mean France have gone for it haven't they Scotland have made a few changes does it matter? It's a friendly. What, what are you hoping for? Uh, it's a friendly. I hope it's entertaining. Uh, hopefully, it's back and forth. There's no reason no, for it to be that way. But my point was, look, see Steve Clark, right? See, obviously, that he worked under Mourinho at Chelsea, didn't he? Prime Mourinho, and uh, took care of the third place, beating Celtic and Rangers that season. And see when Ange left Celtic, I was like, Steve Clark's a man, get Steve Clark and he knows the league, he'll be brilliant. Celtic fans are like, no, no chance, no Steve Clark, he's not good enough. But I, I reckon we've got one of the best European coaches uh, in our national team and Steve Clark. And I'm not just saying that because he's been off Russia either. <laughs> he's st- sticking in the local connection, <laughs> which is absolutely fine. Um, you, can't, you just cannot argue with the job he's done. First man to take Scotland to back-to-back. European Championships either side of getting us to a, another World Cup playoff granted it didn't go to plan but still you know, kind of got there got close it's been some job hasn't oh, it terrific you, you can't argue with him he, he did come in as normal you get people that will come in and criticise you criticise your style of play um, he took his time over his squad he, he brought in guys that he knew some through Kamarnock from his days managing down there but slowly he started forming a, a really, really good bond of a squad. Uh, good ages, uh, good energy, good players, everyone getting on together. You could see on the pitch that we're all working for each other and it's brought him terrific success. And he deserves every part in the back that he, has come to him because he came in to do a job and he's mm-hmm. certainly doing it. Yeah, and listen, we, 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 we spoke earlier about Philippe Clement and the job he's got a hand in the style of play he wants to then implement. Mm-hmm. We all remember when Steve Clark first came in, Scotland were leaking goals left, right and centre. And you see when he came in, fundamentally, first of all, he made them harder to beat. So they were conceding less goals, picking up points, but a lot of people weren't too happy in terms of the style they were watching. But over time, some of the football this team are now playing, the Denmark game springs to mind, the Spain game in this campaign, and even then with Spain last week, I thought defensively Scotland were very, very comfortable and threatened at times going forward. Obviously not as much as we would have liked, but I think over time you've seen him, not only him, but the team grow into the way he wants them to play. Obviously that comes with with, with campaigns and obviously back-to-back Euros incredible, but there was no sneaking through the back door this time. Qualifying with two games to spare and what was a tough group. I I think people underestimate how tough group this actually was. And uh, I'm going into this uh, Euro 2024 with a lot of optimism. I really am. I think... You know, the players have got experience in a major campaign now. Uh, I think we've still got a lot of players at a good age. Uh, and listen, you, you can't speak highly enough of the you job. You think you the group stage is that where you're going with this? Depending Depen- on the draw. Depends yeah. what Popper in after Gordon Duncan's told us the yeah, pots. He's good well, the here's, pots. here's the thing. Oh, it's not me. I will pass on to people on Twitter who know much more than me about these things. The ever excellent Scotland's coefficient page on Twitter. Um, if you're into these things, give that a look because it's, it's great for you know our teams in Europe and so on. And there is a strange scenario brewing here where we were all kind of saying, by the way, we could, we could win this group. How good would that be? And you get into pot one. And now it looks like that's that's going to be pretty tough. Spain have got the same head-to-head as us now because of the 2-0 and they have a superior goal difference. So it looks like Spain will win this group. Um, but it kind of looks like, on paper, being in pot three for the Euros might be easier than being in pot two. So this is, like I say, I've taken this off Scotland's coefficient on Twitter. Um, as it stands, Scotland do drop into pot three. Um, and you're saying, do you want to get up into pot two? But in pot two at the moment is the likes of Albania, Hungary, Slovenia, Romania, Austria. And along with us in pot three, as things stand, Denmark, Netherlands, Italy, 
Czech Republic and Serbia. It doesn't feel that's like crazy. there's any advantage to getting into that's that a hot pot too. That one. Yeah, that's sure. Yeah. I, I'm being that typical Scottish guy that's never happy, but I wanted Norway to beat Spain. I really did because I still had, I had more than enough confidence Scotland over the last two off. games that Scotland were going to finish off a job, and I thought the draw would have been nice. Oh, well, of course, but I, I, I think even more so if, if if Norway went and won the game because I've got so much belief in this team going into the last two games with Georgia, uh, Georgia away, Norway at home that we we're, we're going mm. to go through, and I thought that. Finishing top of the group would have been massive going into the, the campaign. But it's typical Scottish, isn't it? It'll never happen. Um, on tonight, what what is the sort of... Is there a genuine fear there that this turns out to be a sore one? Mark's talking about it being end to end. We'll never forget James McFadden night in Paris. Loved watching videos of that all day. Mm. Um, but there have been a few really sore friendly visits uh, to France. Um, not only has Steve Clark made changes, but who am I to suggest that there might be a few feeling the effects of some celebrations which mm-hmm. saw certain members of the squad spotted out in Glasgow City Centre as recently as Sunday night. This yeah. is Tuesday night. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you've been there. I know you, you have. Oh, I've been there. I've been spotted out on Friday night playing on Saturday. Um, I've got to say, I don't think it will be a sore one tonight. I know when you look on paper the strength and the quality they've got. I think we've got a good la- a good few lads in there, a lot to prove. They're up against it, no doubt in that. But we've seen this before. The one thing that I know about Scotland and we talk about Steve Clark, mm. they'll be organised. You know, they'll be can very... you be as organised if you you're can still be as organised you possibly can, but if you, night, if you get outdone with a, a terrific bit of skill then sometimes you hold your hand up a little bit. Coming up against Mbappe on the back of the well, Wonder Bar Blue Lagoon combo, Andy, you know, is just you... making me Look, it's a friendly for them as well. It just <laughs> it doesn't look like it. I know, but they're, they're out there getting minute, they're working away probably. They'll be working on things tonight. Uh, look, these are the kind of games that it can brew basically go anywhere for you can you could end up with so. a real real drubbing or you could end up saying look at the the sort of uh, performances that some of these players who have been on the fringes have put in tonight he's an optimist I'll give yeah, him that yeah it's going to be it's, listen it's going to be a tough task but I think this squad have earned their trust in these games they have and like uh, the Dazzler says they have showed that they can be hard to beat they can be stuffy I think making an impact the other way is going to be more difficult. But even look at the team. I think Aaron Hickey and, and, uh, and Andy Robertson are obviously a blow. They're in force changes, but the rest of them, I think Lewis Ferguson's deserved a chance. I, of course, McGregor and, uh, and McGinn are going to be blows, don't get me wrong. I think if they were in the starting 11, it is a stronger team. But I still think it's a, it's a strong Scotland squad in paper. Uh, thank you, Mark. It is a good time to call Mark. And he's fairly down that. Nick of the Woods, sort of, not quite. But anyway, uh, Mark goes into the hat for the tickets to the races uh, as well, like everyone else does if you pick up the phone tonight. Now, before we go any further, let me give you uh, a bit of advice on this. I know you probably don't listen to everything I say on here. I'm not naive enough to think that is the case. But if you do take one piece of advice on board, listen to this. If your phone goes and you've entered make me a winner Gonna just answer it by saying make me a winner Another phone call today It happened again They said hello And they didn't take home £114,000 As a result I mean I don't even enter and I'd say make me a winner Just to be sure Just Just to be Just in case It's a belt My dad phones me and say make make me a winner Just to be sure It's a belt and braces approach here We've gone a full week without any winners So let's forget about it We move on We go again As the footballers say We've got 116 grand tomorrow And you need to be in the draw To enter text yes to 61025 That's Y-E-S to 61025 Texts are £2 Plus your standard network rate Or you can enter at Clyde1.com With online entries costing £2 as well or call 0330-880-4523 and the calls are charged at a standard rate. It's over 18s only. And remember, if you've entered since David won on Wednesday, the 11th of October, your entry is still in the draw. You don't need to re-enter. But all the rules for this network competition are online. If you get the call after 3pm tomorrow, answer within five rings. Say, make me a winner straight away and try and win that £116,000. Even if it's a withheld number, a caller ID you don't recognise, do the right thing. Get yourself in the draw by texting YES to 61025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. 
Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I'm bold. <laughs> Sorry about the interruption. Andy Halliday and Gordon DL are arguing about which food pages to follow on Instagram uh, to give them ideas for what to put Who's in the air fryer. <laughs> Honestly, you t- TikTok Dazzler, how's that going actually? You said a few weeks ago you explained oh, that you're very well, big into TikTok I, 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 now. Addicted now. Um, I love it. Are you thinking about making your own content though? Because I don't know if you know Andy Halliday's um, lovely ladies is a successful content creator, as the phrase goes. You get a wee tip or two. We're trying to find an avenue for him to go down. Yeah. What we thinking? Golf. I think think you'd. We golf page. On TikTok, I with the golf. Definitely. I want to bring more to the table, mate. No, but golf. I think there's a lot more in my locker. The Dazzler golf, it's different to normal golf. Yeah, like, you'll like golfing it. and doing something else at the same time. I think, I I think don't we could go down like that road. Especially or... in the cold. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, there could be a lot of good video. And you say you like your cooking as well? So you can uh, maybe I, cook on the side? Yeah, well, I'm hitting an eye iron up and doing the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, if you've got ideas, we're working on it. It's a, it's a project we're all embarking on together this season, so we'll see how uh, we go. Right, let me give you... Come on, Chris, bring the teaser let, in. Let me give you this reminder. <laughs> bring a teaser in. <laughs> producer Chris just entered the studio. Try sneaking. Nah, listen, what producer Chris doesn't know is the teaser he's picked for us tonight. I've got a different one. Oh, oh have you? Oh, wow. Put that in the bin. Scrunch that up. Get ready. There we go. Thank you. Uh, 01419511025. Give us all your thoughts on the Scotland team, or maybe more interestingly, the France team to play in that friendly tonight. And Rangers fans, maybe we could go back to that now. What was your first impressions of Philippe Clement? What are you hoping to see immediately? What about the longer term stuff? We'll hear more from him uh, in just a few moments. So get your calls in right now if you can. And let me set this question up first. The full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride. Slat wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices. So topical, this question. Could barely be more topical. Thank you to Graham Brunton for sending it in. He wants to know if you can name the starting 11 from... What do we think? France. Well, honestly... You are sharp as attack. Okay, Scotland, I'm going Kelly. Let me finish. No, 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 no. When Scotland beat France I in wish. 2007. McFadden. He didn't start, he came off the bench. Nah, I'm just kidding. He's in there. Uh, right, so just a reminder, it's the starting 11 when Scotland beat France in 2007. James McFadden Day, yeah. as you may remember it. Um, Barry Ferguson. Yes. Lee McCulloch. Yes. Well done. Davey Weir. Oh, go with all the Rangers ones. Also, he's, he's sitting there. Rangers I team. never used to be in international football. Yeah. You know, but how old were you when this game kicked who off? Did, you? Nailing this. Yeah. Well done, mate. You're good at it. One it, more guess from you, Daz. It's uh, a bit easy for Andy. I'd rather hear your answers. I'm struggling a wee bit here. Um, 2000, what? Seven. Seven. Who played in 2007? I think I, I've got a prediction. I think you're going to get, at some stage, give I'll me go, somebody I've, who is 10 years out. I've at got least. Uh, yeah, I was going to go. We're going to give us. Well, no, you were not out on the time, but he didn't start. Did he not? No. But it's a Clyde one pundit that did start, wasn't it? Kenny Mill? No. No? No, he did not. Right, well, I know. Naismith? No. Gary Caldwell started? No, he didn't, actually. You're thinking he scored in the home game, but he didn't. Wow. Uh, okay, we'll leave it there then. We'll get back to it. And don't forget, full time at Clyde1.com. That's the address to send your questions in. So please do. Uh, right, let's hear a bit more. Alan Hunt. He, <laughs> you've been on this show for I've got like, him written down. You've seen my page. I swear I did. Years. Did he start? I just want one. <sighs> Fine. There you go. Just speak when you're spoken to, okay. if you can. Okay. Come on. Uh, right. I think we can hear a bit more uh, from Philippe Clement. He was talking about a number of topics today. Let's hear what he had to say on his playing style. I like dominant football. I want to play 